0: Hey my friends, welcome to Sort of Brilliant, a show where the characters are made up and the sorting absolutely
1: does matter. My name is Rachel. And I'm her best friend and co-host, Lauren. Every other week, we're going to invade a fandom and determine whether your favorite character belongs in Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, or Slytherin.
0: We're the Harry Potter podcast that talks way more about any other franchise.
1: Here we use the sorting structure from Harry Potter as a common language without supporting the author or her beliefs. As for the sorting itself, there's bound to be some arguments along the way. But in the end, we're always right. According
0: to us. According to us. Howdy, everybody. Welcome back to Horseshoe Bay, where nobody talks like this. No, they're in Maine.
1: (laughs) I mean, there is a Maine accent. I don't know that one. You don't know the Maine accent? I don't think so. Can you do it? Um, Maybe. I I have family in Maine. There's a joke. (laughs) There's a joke. And I can't remember how the whole joke goes. But the punchline is like, and my dad does it in Maine accent all the time. And he's very exaggerated because it's my mom's family that's from Maine. So my dad's making fun okay. of them. Yeah. But he's, it's like, um, you can't get there from here.
0: <laughs> like, it's, 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 Southern it's a Southern little, it? it's
1: like, they're like the Northern huh? South. <laughs> like, oh, interesting. You can't get there. All I know about
0: Maine is that all of Stephen King's books are there. Yes. And his spooky movies is there. And growing up, it was like my dream place to go, which. (laughs) And then I got older and just still know nothing about it. I just know spooky stuff may happen there. Maybe. Maybe.
1: (laughs) Not a lot of people in Maine. So I
0: guess on this show, it's a. this is a very creepy show. So what we're talking about it today, is. we're
1: diving back into. And they just are Nancy like the Drew. town like doesn't believe in the supernatural, but also has like a supernatural um festival going on every other week. They're weirdos, man.
0: So when we first started watching this show, I would tell Lauren or like I would just vaguely say "It there's traces of Buffy here. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the ensemble group and they're like kids solving mysteries, kind of like Buffy did. And. There's the older man who's like a father figure and Nancy has the father figures. And then the town, the town really, it gave me the same kind of vibe because if you watch the first few seasons of Buffy, it's like, why is this town stupid? (laughs) Like, What's going on? And then you find out like there's corruption and the cops are like working with the corrupt mayor to keep it corrupt and like on the hellmouth, And you don't really get that explanation in Nancy Drew. It's just kind of like they're dumb. (laughs) They're just actually. No, and they also
1: they and then they also do the same thing as Supernatural when like the kids are all like, yes, the supernatural exists and they're like doing shit. And when a civilian shows up, they're just like, go surreal. And the civilian's like, yeah, OK,
0: you're for you have to. It was so funny. I mean, because now we're in season four and hopefully listening to this, you've been keeping up. Um, and George, not George, Nick has a new partner and it's this person, Jade. And <laughs> Jade was like. I don't want to get involved with you if you're into like weird shit. And I think that they were saying like criminal stuff right, cr- criminal or like cultish
1: st- stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
0: And <laughs> they come in and nicks in the middle of like doing the hottest thing <laughs>
1: I've ever seen anyone on the show do.
0: <laughs> just like ripping <laughs> his shirt hey, Nancy off. Exists, the of Nancy exists, Rachel.
1: Nancy exists and just stands yeah, but, around and looks like that.
0: No, 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 no. Nancy is like the, uh, me and Lauren talk about this all the time, the, she is the most, one of the most beautiful She's people. It's like the just timeless, point blank.
1: like the timeless beauty, you know, like yeah. you could throw her into, her, her like her Aubrey Hep- Audrey Hepburn, kind of. Very Taylor Swift.
0: The bone structure Taylor has the same look where you can plop them in like 1940 and give them that hairstyle and the red lipstick and it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, you could have been an actress or whatever and they're just beautiful. Um, But Nick, I never, like, I have a bias against Ned in general, like the character of Ned in Nancy Drew and the Nancy Drew it's Because of the computer burst. games. Because of the computer games. Yeah, because I just didn't like him. Because she belongs with Frank. Annoying. <laughs> and she belongs, right? She belongs with the Hardy Boys. Uh, Frank Hardy. Or otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. So she, <laughs> I'm always like, you're in the way. So I went in with that bias for Nick, or it's so funny now I call him Nick because I wouldn't for the longest time. I was like, it's Ned. Yes, you're Ned.
1: Ned Nickerson. His name but, actually is Ned Nickerson, and I know. Nick rightfully was like, Ned's a fucking dumb name.
0: <laughs> I know. Even his name is dumb. But Nick has come so far, man, and he's, like, shot to the top of my list of favorites. And he was so good in that last episode. He was so sexy. It was so sexy. It was a good thing Nancy was knocked out. She might have woken <laughs> back up and been like, hold on now. I can't be with Ace, but... Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to mention that it I was know important you did. to me that I we know talked it was extremely how-
1: important to you. You you freaked wow. out a little bit last night, yeah. But
0: oh anyway, yeah, man.
1: his partner Jade was like, "Oh, is this what you're doing? I'm into it. Let's go!" Like, it was yeah, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like,
0: I was like, okay, you can't not watch that. Like, you can't watch that and not be attracted to that. It's insane. It was insane what he was doing. He was just casually talking. He's like, "I don't want to lose you. Do, do, do. I need to be protected." <laughs> 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 casually slaughtering, killing with, like, sledgehammers and stuff. And they're bad guys. They're, like, ghosts from a haunted board game. Um, but Jay was like, uh, uh, <laughs> yes, please. Yes.
1: <laughs> this isn't creepy. I'm good with this. Which,
0: I don't know. They, but We were talking about it last night, too. They really better fix this George and Nick thing because if mm-hmm. they're doing the whole, like, sometimes relationships don't work out and we're taking the realistic approach. And, like, Nick has this new person in his life and it doesn't need to go back. I don't want that. I'm not here looking for that. I'm here looking for the couples that I like to be together. So fix it. Fix it. Tristan too. get Tristan the fuck
1: out of there. I've had enough. Of <laughs> is that him. his name? I didn't even bother to memorize his name. Yeah. Gross. I think. I think it is. Watch me be wrong. He's Lobster Boy.
0: Lobster Boy. You called him that Greek fuck like the entire Sorry. okay like all right so I'm Greek and I can like smell a Greek a mile away okay from the brows and the hair and the his skin like I see I see it in him even if his parents aren't Greek Tristan they're all, I he's know somewhere in your lineage. he's adopted Yeah well, somewhere in Tristan's lineage No but I'm saying Greek he's adopted people.
1: it doesn't matter that his parents don't look Greek
0: Yeah I know I know, but I was also more talking about the actor because I could oh, Google okay. it and oh. he could be like nothing close.
1: <laughs> but I'm just saying, I don't
0: have his 23 in me. I'm telling you somewhere in the line, there's Greek people. So I started calling him Kostas from Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants because I fucking hate Kostas from Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. He knocked up some girl and left Lena all alone. Mm-hmm. Horrible stuff.
1: I, anyway, he reminded me of him. That fucking broke me as a child. I had to read. was re- bad. He uh, is Brazilian. Somewhere down the line, I'm telling you, somewhere
0: down the line, someone said, you want some souvlaki, you want a gyro to a girl and his lineage, and I'm telling you, it's there. I'm telling you, it's there. I feel it in my soul. But he just reminded me of Kostas on the boat. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was like, damn, you look Greek and you're on a boat? Kostas. <sighs> bastard. I'm not saying Kostas correctly. That's not how you're supposed to say it. Kostas is short for Con- Constantine. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to do any of the Greek accents today. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that bastard <laughs> or Tristan. Really, we're actually here to talk about the three characters that we didn't cover in our first
1: episode. So before you listen, his to his dad was- is Italian Portuguese. So. OK, <laughs> no, I'm Thank saying you that, that you got closer to Greece. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is his great, great, great grandmother? <laughs> no, if Italian. His dad is Italian Portuguese. Probably somebody on his father's side fucked with a Greek oh, yeah. person. So I bet.
0: I absolutely would bet money on it. You know, sometimes Italians look Greek though, too. Yeah, it's I know. It's like, I'm both, leave me alone. I can say whatever I want about my people. <laughs> Thanks, research I don't know what I'm saying. Um, oh yeah, Nancy you can go and back Ace. and listen to the first episode to get yes. Nancy, Ace, George, and Nick coverage where we talked about how we've got our first ever Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw couple with Nancy and Ace, which is amazing. Our the only, only example still. we have of it. Yep, still our only. It's unbeatable, dude. It's like, it's I, I don't know good. if we'll ever see anything like it again.
1: <laughs> it's extremely like, representative I don't know yeah that is episode 52 for anybody who doesn't want to scroll
0: and then you get the stereotypical Gryffindor Slytherin relationship with Nick and George but it is one I would like to see together they need to get back together correct but we're on our way to fixing all the problems in the most dramatic and torturous this way is possible last
1: season if you have not seen the show I'm pretty sure that I've said this before but if you haven't seen the show, you should watch it. Truly. Rachel and I started. Well, I mean, we would have watched it anyway because we're a huge Nancy Drew. Like, I want to say closet because we don't really talk about it. because that's because nobody has, <laughs> nobody, has nobody has any taste. Nobody has any taste. And we're sitting here having played the best computer games in all of history. So mm-hmm. um, really big Nancy Drew fans. So we would have watched this anyway. But Supernatural ended basically right before the show premiered. And this show scratches the supernatural itch really well. Like it's the same vibes. It's it's just it's a good filler. Um, so we really really like it. We weren't sure how we were gonna feel about the supernatural element at first because if you're a real fan and you know Nancy doesn't do the supernatural in her books and in the computer games, even when she's dealing with a supernatural case, it ends up being like gas poisoning. So it's very Scooby Doo. <laughs> yes, it's very Scooby Doo.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I personally appreciated that they actually did. Like, let the supernatural be the supernatural. But it was weird to see at first in in Nancy's world. But they changed a lot of things from the, the like, regular route of Nancy Drew anyway, including, like, the town, the school, like, like tons of things. What they did with it is probably one of my favorite just adaptations ever. That's, like, yes. ever been done of something. I really, really enjoy I it. I agree.
1: Because there were, you remember, there was that really bad Nancy Drew movie with fucking Emma Roberts. That was awful. <laughs> so, awful. So when, I was, when I
0: was watching this, George came in. He was watching a little bit with me. And he was like, I don't know if this girl he's like, this isn't this isn't exactly how I pictured Nancy in my head based on the games. And I'm like, that's because the voice in the games is a much older woman. Mm-hmm. So you're not picturing a young woman, even though she's supposed to be the voice of Nancy in the computer games is iconic, irreplaceable. But it, she does sound older. She's also, she she's like she's also got one
1: of those like um, should be from the 1960s, like voices like, sure. as a young woman in the 60s. She's got definitely.
0: That, yeah. So he's like, I I just like she doesn't fit for me. And I was like, OK. Go see who they picked for the movie. <laughs> he, like went and looked it up and he was like, oh, my God. Never mind. She's perfect. She's perfect. Never mind. <laughs> he got on board real, real quick. Um, it's not hard to. She's extremely believable as Nancy. She's the the perfect pick for Nancy. Truly. Very good. Uh, I'll be very sad to see her go. I hope well, that she's she gone continues already to play the games and we'll talk about it so that I can love her more.
1: She, you, Do you follow her on Twitter? I follow her on Twitter. I don't know. She I, Kennedy McMahon is her name. Probably. Um, do. She just tweeted yesterday because the strike, the strike went into effect mm-hmm. at midnight uh, last night. And she tweeted how, like, I'm so sorry that I can't like tweet along with you guys anymore for Nancy Drew. She's like, but I'll be here watching all of you like laughing. I was like, oh, <laughs> she can like the tweets. Yeah, doesn't yes.
0: have to say anything. <laughs> Likes are not endorsements. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, that sucks. But um, how many episodes do we have to go? Was that it was seven?
1: Time? So um I think there are 13. So five more.
0: Sweet. OK, I'm not right. Re- I'm not quite ready to let it go yet. Also, they have a lot or of six things more. that need to be. I can't do math. They need to wrap up a lot of things and it doesn't feel rushed. It, they're doing a really great job and you don't need to worry just because it's canceled that it's like not going to be resolved. Obviously, they went in knowing yes. that it was done, which and is lucky. so.
1: I mean, not all shows it's get that so luxury.
0: Nope. They really don't. I, I've been there's been a lot of show. There was this one show on Netflix, The Society with Catherine Newton. If oh, if I could get yeah. any show renewed, I was so hooked on that one first episode. I can't believe I can't believe that it didn't get a second season. I'm still really pissed about it. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of shows don't get this. Did so you, I'm really happy.
1: This is random, but you said Netflix. Did you see that Greta Gerwig got a deal with Netflix to redo the Narnia? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just thought about you because I don't know how she's going to do Ben Barnes, not Caspian. But, <laughs> you know, like it's
0: really unfortunate <laughs> for whoever's going to play Caspian because they're never going to come near that. But, you know, who could? It's ben Barnes. Love of my life. The children were pretty
1: well cast, too. So it'll be interesting.
0: Yeah. they. You know what? They actually were. I remember being a kid and being like, so, so this happy. This is how you pictured them, right? Way. Yeah. Because Harry Potter didn't do that. For me. <laughs> yeah. They were nothing like I pictured. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, so it was very exciting. It was very well cast, those movies, and also really well done. They hold up well.
1: They do. Um, I think so. But you know what? Do do not cite the dark magic to me,
0: you witch. Oh, hell yeah, Aslan. (laughs) Okay. So today what we're talking about uh, are Nancy's two daddies and her best British friend. Here's
1: a warning to the show right now. Make them gay or or I'll I'll be I'll be upset. If you don't (laughs) make them gay, I'll be under your bed. And that's just all I'm saying. I'm not telling you what I'm going to
0: do. It's not a threat. Don't come for me. I'm just telling you, I'll be real mad. They should be. in your bed
1: reminding you that you didn't make Reminding you.
0: I'll just be slipping Post-its up, up there, like, <laughs> gay, and they'll just say gay on them. Because she deserves to have her dads be together, and they are very, They're, very well matched. They have a, a really good hey,
1: relationship, yeah.
0: It was one of, it was so funny because I completely expected to, like, not at all care about any, like, Storyline that wasn't involving the main kids because I was there. I wanted to see the group like they were my little Scooby gang again. And then all of a sudden, I don't know how they
1: did it. They (laughs) made Ryan really great. And they made Carson really funny. And then they made them this duo. I can't wait to talk about Ryan because Ryan has had genuinely, I'm being genuine, one of the most like realistic and best and well-paced redemption arcs that I've like Mm. ever seen on any TV show.
0: It wasn't like a lot
1: of the time redemption arcs fall into that, um, that trap of being like, we want you to like this guy now. So it's kind of like two episodes where he does like a big Mm -hmm. good thing and then they're like, now he's good like him. And Ryan's is really, really well paced. And it like it sneaks up on you like it should where you're like, um, you were just cheating on your wife with with an 18, 19 year old. And now I love you
0: like what? Yeah. What? They make him they cuz they make him work for it, they make him be accountable, yes. they make him like they do make him suffer for it. He doesn't just get to be part of anything, but he also is such an important character now. Like knowing what we know about his relationship to Nancy, you can't just sideline him. So they had to do something and make it realistic because she wasn't just going to accept him and neither were the fans. So they figured it out, though. right? They yeah, especially really especially
1: like thinking about the fact that like if you did come into this as an anti Drew fan and they were like Carson mm-hmm. Drew isn't her real dad, you probably would have been oh, like, what it, the fuck? <laughs> no, it was confu- yeah, yeah. I had confused feelings at first because I was like, that's like viscerally wrong. <laughs> like she's yeah, she's Carson Drew's kid. That's just what it is. Um, but they they did it somehow. I don't know.
0: I'm still waiting for the Ace Hardy Boy reveal. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the other thing. I'm under the bed for you for the gay (laughs) thing, but I'm (laughs) in
1: your closet for the... uh, (laughs) the Give us his last name. I don't know what the deal is with that. I don't know if they need to have rights in order to call him because he's technically if they just Lauren? say if they just say his last name is Hardy and never say that his name no, is actually Frank they need to do that no say I know the first but name. they wouldn't need <laughs> they wouldn't need rights if they were just like his last name's Hardy because we would be making assumptions from there it would be right. if they were calling him Frank Hardy that it would be like you probably yeah. need to pay somebody some money so do, you, do they just they don't not do do understand it, how easy it is so, to slip in they've so deliberately not revealed his name yeah. Like everybody else has not. a last name and yeah. they've never like we've met his parents and they've never said their last name. <laughs> like his dad was an officer in the, in the police force and they've never yep. called him officer, whatever he's, um, no, nope. I don't even remember what they call him, but he's either ace's dad or he is something else. <laughs> yeah. I what don't, his first name. Yeah. yeah his first they name. Don't they give call him by his name. first name. Like the kids. Do. Now I don't so, know that
0: they were trying to like, wait to see if they could get the rights to it, whatever. Okay, you're in the last season now. Just say his first name is <laughs> really <the> Frank. <laughs> she could be like, I love you, Ace. And he's like, I want you to know my real name. <laughs> it's actually Frank. I don't really like it that much. So I go by Ace. <laughs> like, Come on. And Ace is such a nickname name.
1: It is. No, it is. You
0: know, it's something like your dad calls his son. Like, yeah, Ace. Like, you know, it's come on. You can do this so easily.
1: With the secret brother. And then it's like, why would you do that? Like, no, 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 no. I, we're no dummies. We saw you were <laughs> playing the scenes. Just follow through
0: because you don't even, even if you don't, I know he's Frank Hart. Like, you don't have to follow through, but you have to follow through. Just confirm my thinking. <laughs> okay. But this episode is not about him and Nancy. No, we have to but stop. But we will be talking <laughs> about him and Nancy. Because uh, they're
1: currently going through every incredible ship trope that could ever be conceived right now. <sighs>
0: beautiful they're doing this so well i'm getting everything i want every, i know because it's great just drag it out make it hurt drag it out yes who should we start with let's see let's see um we could start with best just to wrap up the main group yeah. of the kids
1: and we we were talking um, about this before we started recording we really should have done best with the rest of the kids. i know but we planning we were planning ahead at that like this was before we were like, just do whoever each episode, and we were still trying <laughs> to stick to like four or three people. So we were like, we can't just do like Carson and Ryan in the next episode. We've got to have a third person. So we were like, let's mm-hmm. save Bess because the other two are like paired up, you know, they were dating and whatever. Exactly. Bess is it's not does best, not have like, a girlfriend um, in the group. Although I love her girlfriend right now, whose name I don't recall. <laughs> it's the American Indian girl.
0: I don't remember her name either. I I I don't know, guys. Bess, it's not Bess Erasure. Like it's not because we didn't want her there, but it was very much that like you had two couples, you had a couple and a couple, and it just made sense to just kind of do it together. Um, but we do feel bad about it. So apologies to Bess if you're listening to this
1: out there. <laughs> I'm looking at her did, girlfriend's where name. Where did you go? I'm, I'm looking at her, her girlfriend's <laughs> name. I don't want to just see. call her like that one girl the whole time. Yep, it's Addy. Is it okay, yeah. I remember the first one because I hated her, Lizbeth.
0: The fucking, yes, I hated Lizbeth.
1: Me too. Fucking hated her. You were trash, Lizbeth. And Bess just kind of like ghosted her. Like she was. Yeah. Like she, she didn't show up for that date. You remember? She went and stared at her and then left. Well,
0: when we're talking about Bess, we have to talk about the fact that when she was younger, she was very
1: avoidant of things to the also, fa- yes, like, to the And also that she um, is a part of the Marvin family and then she gets kicked out of the Marvin family. So.
0: Yeah, fuck those guys. But she so badly wanted to be part of that and to find a family and a community, which leads you to understand that she is a Hufflepuff. So when we're first introduced to Best, she has a really believable American accent. And Extremely. they faked our asses out. <laughs> they hugely faked our asses out, man. She to the point that me and Laura were like, oh, so she's probably an American actress. And now they're making her like do this British accent. But uh, apparently
1: not. It's the British. other way <laughs> She's British. So like props to the actress. Because I was like, it was literally to the point where when she like they found her out and that she was actually English and they switched, I was like staring at my screen like, that's not a real British accent. <laughs> I was like, this is the Look, most put on British accent that American I've ever word. heard. It was, it was insanely yeah. believable. Yeah. She did a good job. But yeah, yeah. so we, she, she rolls up into town, um, does not, we find out the rest of the gang doesn't know this, does not have a place to live. She's living in her van. Um, does not have any money. She starts working at the CLAW, and um, it's revealed that she is a thief. She's good at stealing things. Um, she, Which I think
0: is because she had such a bad luck. Right. Like, yeah, if yeah, I yeah. remember correctly, her mom kicked her out really young, and yes, it, it was bad. So you kind of have to learn how to survive out there. So she yes. becomes a full-on klepto.
1: Yes. I mean, she stole uh, Tiffany's ring was the first, like, big thing, mm. because then that's how she was wrapped up and, like, part part of being the suspect's. Uh, for Tiffany's death, all of them were accused because they were all there and had some I photos just,
0: somehow. Yeah, I I received. I downloaded a memory. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah, because we were talking about her before, and we were talking about how we were trying to recall everything from season one, and we were like, uh, we know Bess is a lesbian. Like, it's not right. Um, it, it's not debatable. Like, right? Like, she likes women, and now I'm remembering the sh- the marriage to the first guy was definitely a sham. He was. He was some fucking old guy and he, he told her how to steal.
1: Yes. Yeah, they were partners.
0: So so now I, it's all connecting. I was just thinking I, I did it to myself because I was like, oh, she had to learn how to steal to survive because her bitch mom kicked her out. <laughs> it's like, maybe so. But now I'm remembering that old bastard. Yeah, definitely. Groomed she, her she's freak. saying
1: old like he was like a gray haired man. He was like in his later 30s. She's, while she's she like was 18. Her- He's a grooming freak. <laughs> yeah, no, he is. Um, He's a, it was an abusive <laughs> relationship like she had to yeah. run away from it. She had to get him. They were in the airport, I think, leaving the country anyway, because they had like exhausted their um, ability to steal there. And she got him caught by the TSA. So she could yeah. say, but she got him caught by airport security so she could get the fuck out of there Um, because it was yeah. a relationship. But we're jumping ahead. That was like season three, I think that he showed up. I think she gets him done
0: in season two, like after she joins the group and they're really no, no, like, no, no. I- he
1: shows up and says. And says that she has to cut. That was season three because the Bobsey twins were really? around. Yeah, wasn't this? Oh my three, the god, the Bobsey no, twins! No, th- that was season two. That was season two because Temperance was season three. So much has happened. That was season two.
0: Oh my god! <sighs> yeah, I'm very much in a season four space right now,
1: <laughs> but yeah, fuck I thought. I the, thought it was well, season two. No, don't fuck Amanda. She was fine. Fuck Gil Bobsey. <laughs> anyway,
0: <laughs> yeah, bastard. <laughs> yeah, so she she joins the crew. As an American, they all think she's this like regular girl and she's like working at the diner and everything. Um, If I remember correctly, I don't think George liked her very much at first because she wasn't good. George didn't like anybody. George didn't like anybody. (laughs) But we were talking about before how she immediately does connect with Ace and her and Ace have this really good friendship.
1: It's very cute. So, but she's like, she didn't immediately get along with everyone, but she did with Ace. No, she did with Ace um, because Ace, I think, knew before anybody else that she was lying. So yeah, he was kind probably. of like he probably clocked. It I know. Quick. I think if, I think he did. So they would they would like talk about that with each other. But Rachel and I yeah. were talking beforehand that like Bess is kind of like um, the group like guidance counselor almost or like advice girl like, like they're Annie Edison. Yeah, they all and it's not like she hates it. She's like actively meddling in their mm-hmm. lives like she's trying and it's to make them happy like right now with what's going yeah. on with Nancy and Ace. She's, like, telling Nancy, you can't be with Ace. I really want you to date. And she's, like, actively setting up moments for Nancy to go on dates and meet other people. Like, she wants them all to be happy. That's just who best is she wants. It's her little community. And she's, like, I'm part of this community. And I, in the nicest way, know what's best for you. So, like, I want to help you get there. Um, She's extremely. She's a very genuine Hufflepuff. She's not one she that's, really like. Is. Yes, she's not one that's... She's not know.
0: underhanded. Mm-mm. Um, She's not like... Tr- she's, she's, really she's very also, open about her meddling. She's like, I am full-on yeah. meddling. Like. Yeah. She does have the Hufflepuff, like, judginess of things, but it's in, like, a cute way where she'll be like, really? That's what yeah. you're going with? No, actually, yeah. let me just throw so a whole party for you. Do you want to think a little harder it. about that? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you've got the typical Hufflepuff judginess there, but um, she's just very sweet. Like, she's an actual kind genuine person and um you often see that in her relationships too because she was really
1: into Elizabeth, mm-hmm. like really but then really it turned out lisbeth was lying to her and someone yeah. using her because she was yeah. investigating the marvins so yeah. you know fuck you <laughs>
0: is that what messed up her whole relationship with the marvins yes
1: yeah no no no, no. um no something, something happened else. oh no
0: it was something she stole i think yeah
1: she no she's she took something for a case or for something she asked for something Mm -hmm. then they wouldn't give it to her and um no it didn't fuck up it fucked up her relationship with lizbeth because lizbeth was acting as the marvin chauffeur i think and then it came out was it the hudson's yeah okay well then it came out that that she was part of the state police fbi what the fuck ever and she was undercover um and she was investigating the hudson's and the marvin's for like corrupt business shit which they they Mm -hmm. are absolutely doing they're bad people um but Mm -hmm. but at the time had just found out or she knew from her mom that she was related to the marvins that's why she showed up in horseshoe bay because she wanted to get to know her family um so she was trying to introduce herself to the family and to be a part of the family um and obviously she was like i'm not gonna help you go after my family (laughs) like i really can't do that um that fucked it up for her.
0: Yeah. Um, they she really like I just remember that she really betrays best in some way, and I just don't Lizbeth? there was like a point that it was like a there was like a final straw. Like because she that was best, it, that because she like best showed grade up grade A snooper. Like she found yeah. out, she like went through, she's like, You're fucking Facebook, you have you didn't exist before like 10 years ago. Like, what what is this whatever? And she figures it out and I yeah, that's the other thing about keep-
1: best too. She's like the social media online person guru. Cause remember that episode where they, um they had that monster that like the more people knew about it, the weaker it got. And she was the yeah. one who like put it all on social media and like got it trending yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Okay. She knows how to work. So she's very Snoopy too. Like just, she just uses her power in a different way than Nancy. Like, so Nancy can't let go of the truth. She needs to find the answer for like, it's more logical reasons. she, she needs to or her brain's going to itch. And Bess is nosy. Like, so it's not so much of a snoop. It's like she, she's just like me for real. I need to know what's <laughs> going on. I need to know all the business. Why did you stop posting together? Did you break up? Let me know. I know I haven't talked to you in 15 years. It's OK. I need oh, to that's know. Oh, <laughs> that's me too. Yeah. So she's very relatable that way. Very relatable. Not She's not that relatable in other ways, but she is with that. And it's just nice, like. It's nice that they all know that they can depend on her when they're going through something. So uh, like we said, her and Ace had a really good relationship from the jump. But even, but now specifically with Ace going through what he's going through with Nancy, she's like so there for him. Mm-hmm. And she's so, so there just to like, for anybody, man, if they're going through anything emotional, they can really rely on her.
1: You're, oh, and I just remembered something about Bess. Yeah. She had that relationship with the ghost in George's body. <laughs>
0: Oh, Odette? Yes, Is it Odette? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. Talking about <laughs> dramatic,
1: man. I I can only a Hufflepuff could do this too. She so easily was like, that's not George. <laughs> and yeah. Like, and totally was like, I don't see a problem with it. Well, George was like, I have a problem with this. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> George was nice though. One, I think one time she, like, was, she eventually like, did well, let them after, have,
1: after they like told her they were doing it like, Secretly, right, because George would black out when Odette took over, so Bess wasn't telling her that Odette was spending time with her when George mm-hmm. was was not conscious, um, which wasn't yeah. great. Bess. But.
0: Well, the other thing that um, strikes me is very Hufflepuff about about Bess, and I remember us laughing about it. I think it was season three, because Temperance is season three, right? Yes. The whole reason she gets like mentored by Temperance is because she's mad at the rest of her friends. Yeah. Like never listen she's like, to I'm you, not useless. Don't take me seriously. I'm not useless. Yeah. She's like, you're not gonna make me feel useless and you're all gonna be like little detectives and shit. And Temperance is like, well, I'll like tutor you in the mystical arts, basically. And she's like, you know what? It's a great fucking idea. <laughs> she like goes <laughs> and does that. And it it ends up being a really good thing because she saved their asses a lot by now with witchcraft. Her- <laughs> Which they really need. She has. Um, yeah. and it helps she works for the historical and she, society. Yeah, she
1: became the keeper because Hannah was like, yeah. "I'm getting the fuck out of here." After she was <laughs> kept in that in between place for like a week and a half.
0: I don't really blame her. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't either. Yeah, but it was sad because it was like one of those things. It was one of those classic characters that I wanted to see more of. But I, I, I guess they didn't really know where to put her. So it's all right. <laughs> they like trapped her and then were like, "All right, get the fuck out of here. You don't need to. You don't need to be here." But uh, it was great because it it opened up this. I mean, George, I, uh, Bess went from like not really knowing where she fit to now being really important. They call her for fucking everything like mm-hmm. we need this relic. Uh, there's ancient lore that needs to be studied. And she's like, got it, got it, got it like to everything. And she really does. So even though she's like a baby witch still. She's really, really useful. And you can see that she's now like thriving in herself. She is. Because she has it's, a place in the that's group. That's what
1: I thought was so crazy, too, that she that Hannah was like, I'm fucking out of here. And Bess was like, OK, I'll do it. And she like is really confident about doing it. Like she's not having. And I know that like contrasts with what I said about Sulu when they would like put Sulu in the captain's chair. And he was like, I don't know if I can do this. It's <laughs> like it's it's like the two. It's like the Hufflepuff paradox. Right. Like, we're like, if you're not sure about something, you're really not sure about it. And if you are sure about something, you're really sure about it. So, like, Bess was really sure that she, like, was going to be good at this. She's like, I can do this. I have the skills. You
0: see it with other Hufflepuffs, too. Like, with Thor. Thor knows Mm -hmm. that he's meant to, like, lead and be the leader of everything. And then what happens when it goes to shit a little bit? Like, all of a sudden, he goes into a depression and he's like, I'm not sure I'm actually the one (laughs) to be doing this, actually. (laughs) Like... No, you are. You're great at it. But Bess, yeah, she she took to it right away. Like she knew. She's like, historical society. Society, you say. I'd love to be part of a society. I've learned magic. I will now. i <laughs> be part of one I will.
1: <laughs> I'll now take care of all of these <laughs> objects with a magical ability. Yeah, and use them for my friends.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I just think it was. I mean, that was one of the best examples I could think of in Bess's show history. Like, you made her feel like she's a dummy and that she wasn't useful to you and that she couldn't help you. And then, well, now she's going to take up with the witch and she's going to become like really powerful and angry. About and let it, me so. say, like, this
1: wasn't malicious. Like, Temperance was the bad no, guy, but there was, at all. there was a point where they were like, cautiously using her where they were like, maybe you're not that bad. Except <laughs> then, Nancy. Yeah,
0: except, except Nancy. Nancy she was like, fuck that bitch it. the whole time. Yep. She's like, best, I'm sorry. I like called you stupid and useless and whatever. Um, I respect everything that comes out of your mouth, but that bitch <laughs> I will never trust her. <laughs> yeah. Pretty great. Um, She's a good character. I, I really like where they took, where they like moved her and what they used her for too. now. And like I- it's,
1: I don't know. It's important after um, so after the whole Odette thing happened, and obviously Odette was a dead person, so they she they passed her on (laughs) into heaven um eventually. So um, Bess really did like love Odette. Um, so then uh, what happened was Bess was immediately like gotta find somebody else. And she went on like a ton. Mm. Do you remember? She was on the dating app and she was going on like date after date after date and she was like sleeping with these women and then like not talking to them again. Yeah. But it was very Hufflepuff in the like, I have to find somebody. Like, I can't be alone. I want to find a person. Yeah. I want to belong somewhere.
0: And it made, it made sense um, just narratively. Like, she starts off completely not knowing who she is, just wanting to belong somewhere. She gets into this terrible relationship and then like, kind of rips her way out of it into this friend group where she then feels also sidelined until she eventually finds where she shines and where she's most useful mm-hmm. and interwoven throughout that. She's also trying to find a person to be with. And it's so, so important to her. Like you see it after she meets Addie, like in the a recent episode, she's going to meet Addie's parents. And it's so important to her that everything is perfect. And that's so like, And it makes me sad for her that she feels like everything has to be perfect all the time or she's not good enough. And you could see that it was happening with her because she did the thing where Addie Addie was like, um, they may not like that. And she's like, or will they not like me? You're telling me they're not going to like me? I knew it. They're going to hate me. Like, because she's so worried because she's been I mean, she was rejected pretty hard by the Marvins, too. Like it that fucking sucked. And they're really bad people for that because. It's your family. Like, Are you serious? She's a good kid. Like, give her a shot. They were dicks. All the families, all the families are dicks except the Drews. They are. Well, the rich ones, yeah. Yeah, no, they really are. But no, George's family too. Her mother's a dick. Like, they, there's so many. Ace's parents are dicks. I fucking hate these people's parents. I have to tell you, like, I like Ace's
1: parents. <laughs> I know you. Have what a, do you mean? For, his mom didn't do anything. His dad. You're
0: a- you're a psychopath. <sighs> his mother's a bitch. You're psych. No, absolutely not.
1: Absolutely Mother's not! Constantly cooking them all food.
0: Absolutely not. When his dad goes off on him and is like, "Get the fuck out!" She's like, "I have to listen to your father. Get the fuck out! Shut up! Shut up! Screw you, people! You're terrible parents. I hate them. Um, and they could be forgiven in time if they did the right thing and re- revealed their last name is Hardy. Um, <sighs> but <laughs> we're not talking about that. <laughs> we're talking about Bess. Who I think has really found her place in the sun in the group and uh, extremely useful, which is something that a Hufflepuff really needs to be. Or the discontent in the chest. Oof. They got to have a spot. I don't know. I'm okay with being useless, yeah. so I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> but on to family that we like. So Nancy's family. Both of these men are Nancy's family, so I don't know who to start with.
1: I mean, one of them is adoptive family. One's a lot. Yeah,
0: still family, though. So, Carson, I guess, or we can go into Ryan if you're more excited to talk about Ryan. I don't care
1: who we do next.
0: Oh, okay. So, since it's up to me, <laughs> we're gonna do
1: Carson. I just got some stressful news about work. Oh no! I know.
0: I'm sorry. That sucks.
1: Fine. Ew! Real life bleeding into I know. discussions of fiction. Gross. No, and it's not even work time
0: work's over no it's not pretend you didn't see that because it's anyway friday night carson drew uh so carson had what is her mom's name Kate, nancy's mom kate carson and kate so they were this cute little love story back in the day and he really really loved her they had a really good relationship and from what i remember it's like She's the counselor at the high school and Lucy goes to her, right?
1: Yes, she's the, yeah, she's the guidance Lucy's counselor. Lucy's going
0: through a whole bunch of Lucy's shit with the Hudson's mom, and everything.
1: Well, Lucy's mom is, remember, she had some issues.
0: Okay, so she's mentally unwell and the Hudson's are dickheads. And Lucy's,
1: yes. And Lucy ha- it was also like depressed and yeah, she had a difficult yeah. home life. So she goes to and, she, and Ryan And she was dating Ryan Hudson and um, mm-hmm. Ryan would not, she it was basically like she was they were a poorer family so she was dating a rich kid yeah. so it was like other side of the tracks and Ryan wasn't allowed like Ryan didn't really want to reveal that they were dating and then um remember his dad got onto his computer and sent Lucy those emails and said I'm breaking up mm-hmm. with you kill yourself or some shit like that mm-hmm. so that's what happened
0: um <laughs> but I think it was also that they kept I I I think either it was his mother or his father but they were like. We'll pay you to stop seeing him like they really. Yeah,
1: they offered that at first. And then when that didn't work, they hacked yeah. Ryan's email and were like, I hate you. I never loved you. Yeah.
0: Well, anyway, the problem with that was that she was pregnant with Nancy at the time. And, and Ryan did um, not know. Ryan didn't know. But Kate knew that this was a really troubled kid and like she was really going through it. And then one night Kate gets a call. They drew and Kate Rush over to she's standing on top of a fucking cliff she gave birth on a cliff
1: Mm -hmm. and it's very dramatic. She's
0: like, take care of my daughter, please. And they take the baby. And before they know it, Lucy's off the cliff. So that's how drew becomes a dad because we know at the end of season one, technically Nancy is adopted, but this is really fucking. Okay. So we decided pretty early on that Carson was a Gryffindor. And I have to say, this is a huge Gryffindor move. Like, I guess this baby's mine now. Like, <laughs> I guess I'm a dad. No,
1: they were gonna—they were gonna turn like, her over to social but services. Then they but then they spent the night with her. Yeah. So what no, they did was—what they did was—they were like, "Let's go to Europe, so nobody knows that Kate yeah. wasn't pregnant." And then, well, hold we'll come back after a good? year. Like, how did with you get a baby, this infant
0: newborn baby? She had no paper. Like, how did you guys do this? I don't know, but I know a Gryffindor could. And did. he was also so a lawyer and he was the yeah, Hudson's lawyer. You know. So, yeah. I mean,
1: he knew yeah. some shady shit,
0: but the Hudson's never knew about her. So, he no, was no, able I mean, that was the, that was
1: the whole point. Lucy was like, don't yeah. tell the Hudson's about her.
0: Yeah. So they never know about her until like much later. Obviously, she's fully grown. She's like 18, 19 when everyone solves this, including Nancy herself. So Carson. <laughs> Carson's like, I'm just never gonna tell her. Like, we're just <laughs> never. It's fine. She doesn't need to know. What you don't know doesn't hurt you, right? And then he ends up raising like the detective of all time. Okay, like the detective, solving mysteries at 13 years old, rescuing kidnapped kids, like just. <laughs> and he's probably like, fuck. She's gonna figure it out. Like he's probably so so stressed about it, but he's also like, she's never gonna know. It's fine. She's never gonna. I'm just gonna keep this bloody dress up in the attic and (laughs) just pray that my detective daughter from like toddler age won't figure this out. Like, what were you thinking? What were you thinking, Carson? But he also did have to grapple with Kate's diagnosis. Kate got cancer and um, in Nancy's later teen years. And it's obviously a struggle for any family. But in particular, the way this all played out was that Kate didn't want Nancy to like miss out on anything. And she was like, no, go to the dance, go to prom, go to whatever, whatever. And and she kept telling Carson, like, keep her away. I don't want her to just waste away here with me. Like, I want her to go live her life. And like, Carson does that because he's just listening to instructions. And like, he wants his daughter also to be happy and to have these teenage experiences. But Kate dies and Nancy doesn't get to say goodbye. And oof, they, they like completely break apart like she wants nothing she doesn't want to talk to him after that she's obviously really mad like i don't i didn't ever blame nancy for that but it sucked because you saw like it broke carson and it made me feel really bad because carson's a good guy like and he was dealing with the death of his wife and now this breakdown with his daughter and it's just fucking heavy it's heavy so that's our first like introduction I guess into Carson I think that was all of pretty much season one that Basically, they're navigating yeah. their, their problems and then they do end up coming back together but like I don't know if something else happened after that I can't
1: remember he, but uh, well no I mean the end, of the, first, again. the end of the first season was Nancy learning that he's not her father Okay, so then he so, leaves his house <laughs> so Nancy. this is what I
0: was gonna say <laughs> so like she's a Ravenclaw she punished him like she was like, get out of your house and go sleep in your fucking office It's mine now. And he's like, OK, all right. Anything you want. Like you, you figured it all out and I'm a bad person. Fine. Fine. I'm but the bad also, guy. And he just Paradoxically, like,
1: he was like, wow, I'm so relieved. I don't have to lie anymore. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. He was extremely equal parts, just relieved and so, so sad. And like Carson, you could have played it better. Like the second she was solving mysteries. As a preteen, I don't know how you thought. I don't know how you thought raising the Nancy Drew that she wasn't going to figure that out. Like now he didn't anticipate a ghost of her biological mother to come (laughs) and haunt the town. Granted, no one expected that, Carson. But she's Nancy. She was going to figure it out. I don't know if he ever was going to tell her. I don't think he uh, would have because he's trying to keep I her feel protected I was from gonna, them. Well,
1: yeah, he was trying to. And also, I feel like maybe he would have told her with Kate at some point. Um, yeah. Kate died. So I don't know. Because because I think what would have bothered him the most is if Nancy was like, Kate wasn't my mom and yeah. then just completely disconnected from her um, right. when Kate wasn't there to like explain herself or like continue her relationship with Nancy.
0: Yeah, well, her other parent option is a ghost that was vengeful, and really, bad.
1: damn, Lucy. I mean, like, for Lucy good reason. with
0: them bad. Yeah, but Nancy didn't do anything, and she no, fucked she with Nancy a but lot. She, <laughs> she, <laughs> but
1: she did, fucked, She fucked with Nancy to get her attention. She was really, bro. <laughs> she was doing she was all she could man. to get Ryan to, to go off a cliff. Like, everything she yeah. could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Well, so, it also speaks to the...
0: The, like Gryffindor of Carson that at first he really like he he told Ryan, he was like, fuck off. You're nothing like I'm her father. It's you're you're absolutely nothing here. Your family is garbage. You're garbage. Stay away from my kid. And then like slowly Ryan chips away at that slug like, ever so slowly he chips away at Carson. And and it's like against all of Carson's feelings about it. And he's just like, oh, goddamn, I guess I'm stuck with you now. Fine. You can come with me on this little side plot and that little side plot and so, out, somehow. They became like her two dads. Well, because
1: remember, Ryan moves in with them because he, uh, because but he, but so Carson but hates it. I know. Come on, no, he doesn't. No, not at the at first, he, he hates in. Ryan. Well, no, no, he no. When by the time he moves in, he doesn't hate Ryan, but he's like Ryan's not doing chores. <laughs> <He knows laughs> uh, no, because what happened is um, so Carson like was the lawyer for the Hudsons before the Lucy stuff happened, and then after the Lucy stuff when they got Nancy, he was like, I'm never working for the Hudsons ever again in my life. Um. So then Ryan got Carson to represent him in the Tiffany case. And Carson was like, I'm working for you. I'm not working for the Hudsons. I'm working for Ryan. Um. Right. And he Ryan got in trouble for some other thing, too. And then it got to the point where Ryan was like, I really don't want to be a part of my corrupt family. So like I'm trying to separate from them. So Carson was like helping with the lawyerly stuff for that as well. And also, he was helping Ryan build a case against them so that they would be, you know, um, punished by the law correctly. Mm. So, like, Carson was, that was kind of what started them being like grudgingly, like, okay. I also like it helped that Ryan was moving in the right direction of like doing the right yeah. thing. Cause Carson, that's, you know, Carson's a Gryffindor. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Carson is a very cut and dry morality Gryffindor he is a lawyer he's got a very clear sense of like what is the correct thing to do and he's not um he's not like some like goody ass two-shoes about it you know Mm -hmm. like if there's a justifiable reason for you breaking the law such as like the supernatural Carson's totally on board with that he's like taking a baby from the disturbed girl who just killed herself like he'll do it he's totally on board with that but (laughs) otherwise he's pretty much like the law tells you what's right, so we've got to follow the law. Um, but yeah, so Car or so Ryan is doing the right thing. So that's kind of where they like. And then um, Ryan gets cut off because the Hudsons find out about this, and he's like, "Well, I have no money, and I have nowhere to live." <laughs> Nancy's like, "He can move in with us, right?" Dad and Carson's like, okay. "Yeah." Uh,
0: well, do you remember when they when Carson and Nancy kind of make up too? Like, she's she's so Ravenclaw about it. She was like. Uh, she was like i just don't think you ever really yes. love me and he's like what she's like well how do she's you she's like how that's can you not love yours? me when I'm not
1: yours? She's she's like, what i straight up asked that question. are you talking and about
0: Carson's like you fucking little dickhead i love you so much are you crazy like she's just like can you explain to me logically how you can love something that you did not bring into this world because it's really hard for me to like she, because i never things. could <laughs>
1: like i <laughs> never <laughs> could <it be> me? <laughs>
0: she's so crazily her house it's so funny oh my god no
1: but that reminds me so um this was super carson and i remember it because it was after they had just made up so it's nancy's birthday and she doesn't like her birthday she doesn't want attention and she got arrested remember so she was at the police station with the whole arbiter thing where they like locked him in or whatever and carson was showing up with pie for her um because it's her birthday and she's been arrested. (laughs) she's bringing her pie um and uh (laughs) she's like i don't want this (laughs) well no that's kind of yes but also no. So like what happened is is that the arbiter was like, you better get Carson Drew to go away, or like we're gonna, I'm gonna hurt him. So Nancy's allowed a phone call, and she screams at Carson on the phone. She's like, "You're not even my real dad. Why do you care about my birthday? I told you!" Like screams at him, and Carson goes home and is like, "So Nancy gave me codes." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really. Yeah. And they just have such a good relationship a- that even that they had like just gotten out of this like really bad patch. Carson was like, "No, yeah. oh, she was giving me coats." Like Right.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's great as a Gryffindor parent having a Ravenclaw child, like you got to navigate you got to figure out the way they speak, like because sometimes it's a completely different goddamn language and she really does speak a different language, and he picked up on it really, really fast. You're right. I completely forgot about all that I, because I, I loved
1: I'm, it. I was like, I really I thought, he gonna be, I thought he was going to be. I thought he was going to be hurt. I was getting upset for him. I was getting really upset. I was like, that was out of line, Nancy. And then yeah. he went home to the Scooby Gang. Was like, mm, so Nancy's in trouble. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, he even after. I'm sorry. They're with, the like, Drew Crew. They do actually have a name. They're the
0: Drew Crew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you. So I don't keep calling them the Scooby Gangs. <laughs> <by accident. laughs> um. He, it's so funny when you were talking about like the paradox of it because it's true. Like even after their during during their fight and everything, like when he really is hating on himself, he's also like, "But I'm free, like <laughs> I'm free, and I can still help her other little he's friends." Like, I can like, be forgive myself. Me that, eh? he, um,
1: that's, <laughs> so that's, yeah, season when he becomes really good friends with Ace, you remember?
0: Yeah, it's, <laughs> and he's like really good to like best that season too. And then even <laughs> in the last season, he's being like really yes, great with George. Best
1: stays with Nancy.
0: Yeah, he has he has a really good relationship with it. And you can see like he's he's still trying to be present and helpful. Like he's not he's just not going to give up on his daughter, obviously. But being a dad is so integral, like so integral to who he is that he takes all these other kids under his wing. And Ryan, like even after they've reconciled, he's still just like, all right, how can I help all of you? Like, what what do you need? And he's doing it while like sighing heavily and like, all right, I guess. Sure. All right. But then he just does it. And he's like so sincere and helpful and good about it. And yeah, he wants you to do chores, Ryan. Okay. You can't just be a fucking slob, but (laughs) he's a dad. Like he's a Gryffindor dad to his core. So yeah, I don't know. I feel I really felt for him um, just throughout that whole thing, because I know he was doing it to protect her from a horrible family and a horrible lineage. But it worked itself out in the best way possible. And it's be- it's really because of Ryan. If mm-hmm. Ryan didn't change and have character development, I would have just said that Carson was right the whole time. Right? And it's kind of a miracle that Ryan changed into who he is. So I don't blame Ryan at all. Uh, Carson at all for seeing who the Hudson's were and being like, no, I don't. I don't need you to know this. You don't need to know and, that you're related and like to that. Lucy,
1: Lucy told him, too. Right. She was like. Yeah. And he's like, obviously, Lucy knew that she was dating Ryan. Obviously, Lucy knows something. Well, it's also very like Gryffindor to honor your promises and to honor Oh God, you said yeah. you going to well, do. Well, I mean, he does that sw- twice, right? He doesn't tell yeah. Nancy that she's a Hudson because of Lucy. And she right. doesn't. he doesn't let Nancy not go to the dance because he promised Kate that, like, he
0: would. Yeah, and he's like, and I'll just eat all the shit for it. And that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Like- yep. yep. <laughs> he's like Nick that way. <laughs> Nick's just like, well, this might as well fucking be me. Sure. Fine. Great. Thanks. <laughs> Oh my god. It's funny. I, I just I'm, I'm imagining having a little Ravenclaw running around and it's like, damn. That's, that's tough. Awful. She's out there just like ruling the world at 13. Yeah, do you, like do you remember too in cases. the first
1: season, he thought Nick was bad news cuz he defended Nick for manslaughter, obviously. Right. So he told Nancy like, don't date Nick. Right. <laughs> Which is like fine. Like, sure. I don't Why? want my daughter a little bit there? dating a murderer. Dating a murderer alleged murderer but uh yeah. but then nancy goes and like finds his court cases immediately goes into his safe so
0: yeah <laughs> you know? he he just always really does work to do the morally correct the morally right thing mm-hmm. and i think he has a pretty good compass like i Me he's too. genuinely a good guy he's she's yes. lucky to he's have also, a great yeah, dad yeah i was
1: gonna say he like all like they get into um you know trouble with the law all the time because of the supernatural mm-hmm. shit they're doing And he's immediately like, I'll defend you. Like, I'll be like pro bono. I'm sure he's just like defending these kids from (laughs) there. And Nancy will ask him like law questions and shit like that. And actually, um, I think I remember at one point, um, I'm pretty sure he hired her as like his personal investigator. Something like like that. Yeah. Yeah. in like season two or season three. So he like he really respects Nancy. Yeah, he does. And like what she does and like believes in her, which is, you know, a good dad.
0: He's I mean, he never stops worrying for her, but he also knows like I've got a kid that's going to barrel forward and do it anyway, mm-hmm. like despite my best efforts to protect her. So I might as well be in it with her and aiding alongside her, like until he hits a certain point, like with the ace thing, I understand why in this just this new season. He's like, you have to stop like you. You got to let it go. Yeah. Um, you're going to well, die and I'm gonna die right so, after yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, you don't get it. And he's like, my wife died and I'm a grieving widow. I actually do fucking get it, kid. You don't know everything. So like, uh, and his girlfriend, I I don't like that it came to a point where he did the very Gryffindor thing where he was like, you know what? You're right, new girlfriend. I do have to process your grief as a <laughs> I, didn't widow like so that that I can either. move on with you. What but it's fu- in character. Who the fuck are you yeah. to like tell him when to process his grief over his dead partner? Who are you? And, and it doesn't matter if you're right or not. It's not something you say, like just mind your business. So he's obviously nowhere near me on.
1: The chart. <laughs> well, because, she gave him uh, an ultimatum, right? Cause she was like, I don't think okay, I can be a I if you can't you get, get over your dad."
0: <laughs> oh my God. He's just a really well-rounded, good guy. Yes. So she's got a good dad there. And then she ended up somehow also having a good biological dad. It just took him a little while longer to get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's you don't think Ryan's a good
1: Ryan? guy. No, 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 no. I think he is now. I don't I don't I do not think that he is like. And it's I mean, it's partly like nurture, right? Like the way he was raised. Well, I, what I
0: mean, what I mean by that is that he's like a good person. Not no, that he's no, a no, good no. Father, I, I know. No, no, no. <laughs> I was trying. trying.
1: I was trying to think if I would say like Ryan is inherently a good person or if he works very hard. It's to be learned a good person. Yeah. It's learned. Yeah. Yeah. Like Carson is inherently learned. a good person. Yes, <laughs> like- that's true. Yes. <laughs> you know, he had to work
0: really hard to get, uh, but that's what we were saying before about Ryan anyway. He has to work for it. Like, no, and obviously also- there was
1: something there. Like, he loved Lucy. He did. So, yeah, he did.
0: I, well, the fact that he makes the right decisions after he learns what happened with Lucy, he's like, okay, then fuck my family. I'll be poor. Uh, fuck all the money and connections. Like, I I want my relationship with and my kids. He does. Kid. Like, he
1: is. He, yeah, and he is like, um, my dad will kill Nancy if. Yeah. He well, and actually, at first he threat. <laughs> at first he threatens Carson and tells him that he'll tell his dad that Nancy is his daughter, uh, and also that he will um get Carson arrested for kidnapping. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's because he needs Carson's help. So. <laughs> He
0: does a little yeah. bit of blackmail, but-, <laughs> but that's just part of the family he's from. And like, who, he, yes. like what are you going to do at, at the formative years? He was built in this extremely corrupt, terrible family that will literally kill your girlfriend if they don't like you with her. And some of that sticks. So, yeah, sometimes he's still a little bit like he's still a little sneaky about things, but he's really, really come a really long way. So and it's funny. Insanely. I've yeah. always thought it was funny. That he did not like Nancy before.
1: He knew her. He well, I mean, she they, was like a nuisance, right? Sticking her nose everywhere. Yeah. And he was like, God "You got this." He's like, "I'm going to get in trouble in. with my dad. Like,
0: get out of here." Yeah, you know? but the second he finds out that's his daughter, it's like it, it switch flipped. completely. It's, like,
1: I it's almost just like Nancy in reverse. Like, oh, you're mine. I love you. Like biologically. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh my god yeah i made that it's very like that yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i mean he look it it helps that he hates his family right he hates where he's from he really does hate his fucking dad yeah and he like like,
1: he was never like super you know like his his dad's not nice to him uh i think no he he calls him a weak piece of shit yeah i think he did love his mom (laughs) i think so too. was in celia and actually nancy liked celia towards the end so um Yeah. She was an interesting character. um, Her death was crazy. And (laughs) and played by an incredible actress. Her death was insane. I was actually I was upset when she died. I was like, oh but yeah, but but so he like never liked his dad. He kind of needed um he's a Hufflepuff. This was Mm -hmm. what he knew. This was where he was told he belonged. And he believed that. And he was doing his best to fit into that and to be what his dad wanted. He needed a, he needed a little push to be like, you could be more than that. You know, like you could be a good person mm-hmm. and you could have other relationships. um So that, that I think Nancy, finding out Nancy was his daughter and the truth of what happened with Lucy, because just like Lucy didn't know that the emails were not sent from him. He didn't know, like Lucy, to him, Lucy jumped off a cliff one night. Right. Yeah. And then he finds out that she had a baby that he was never told about. He, he was like diary. robbed. Yes, and yeah. he was robbed of eighteen years of like fatherhood, and he yeah. did he did have a moment where he was like like imagine who I could have been if I had had yeah. Nancy, um. So yeah, but he he does get that push that it's like okay, Nancy's my family, and he does pretty quickly adopt Carson along with Nancy. They're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like they are a package deal, and he um he also. Ace is so good at this, and I don't understand why. <laughs> he also has a really good relationship with Ace.
0: There's Ace is that, cool with everyone. We haven't
1: talked about it yet, but there is that one episode that focuses on Carson and Ryan when they get turned yeah. back into teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, I love when shows that. <laughs> it's a really good episode, and they're really good friends as teenagers. So yeah. Like, but Ace is the one, like, chaperoning them the entire yep. time. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he calls Carson Mr. D. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. Oh, they're so funny. Um, it's also, like, very health buff of him, too. Like, so he goes from being in this extremely privileged life to not having to ask twice for something that he wants, right? He's used to snapping his fingers and getting what he wants. Then it shifts, and he's so, so devastated by the loss of having this child, the loss of his life with Lucy. You'd think that he'd immediately be all over Nancy and jump all over her and be like, we need, we, we need to connect because he wants it and he's used to getting what he wants. But Nancy's like, I'm not ready for this. Like, I, I can't do this yet. And he's like, okay, take your space. Like he really gives her space. He gives her exactly what she needs, which is, this is what I'm saying. Like they developed him. So correct. It's so, yes. it's so no, they, right.
1: Um, so he, uh, so when we meet him, he is married to, Tiffany, who's murdered in the pilot, that's yeah off the whole show. Um, but he's having an affair with George, and I'm pretty sure that we mentioned this when we talked about George. Mm-hmm. He's having an affair with George, which is like legally fine, but not morally. You know, like like legally in the sense that she's not underage, so it's not mm-hmm. like that kind of bad. Yes, morally gross, but she yeah, but he's cheating, which is gross. Period, and she's much younger than him. Um, so he um this George puts a stop to that relationship pretty quickly after Tiffany dies. Um, And he is like, he accepts it. He does not ever bother her again. And then when George is friends with Nancy and he starts developing, developing a relationship with Nancy and like hanging out with her friends more, he, um, the show has him. So this is, this is him. It's his character. He um, goes to George and gives her an extremely sincere apology, where he like acknowledges the fact that what he did was like extremely wrong and taking advantage of her, and like mm-hmm. he should have known. Like it's ju- it's just a really good apology. And then he immediately goes into treating George like one of his daughter's friends. Like it, it's not, it doesn't feel gross at all. And I don't know it's how weird that it doesn't. Right? They, I know, I know. It's they did it so so well. Well,
0: I think it helps that I don't remember. It must be season two. I think the it is entire when he season to is Ryan like working to take down his family mm-hmm. when he's like, she's going to be the next Hudson to mysteriously fucking die now that they know not on my watch. And I don't care that Carson won't talk to me. I don't care that Nancy won't talk to me. I don't care that George won't talk to me. Like, I'm going to figure it out. He doesn't even care. Like, somehow Nancy's like, somehow she feels responsible for his mother's death. And he's like. It's his mom and he loves his mom. He's still like, it wasn't your fault. It's not you. Yeah. Like, and that was the it,
1: end of season two.
0: Yeah. But the whole leading up to it, he's like mm-hmm. working in the wings. He doesn't even have their help sometimes. And he's still trying to figure out. No, ways. he's doing it.
1: on He's doing it with Carson. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. He tries so fucking hard. And it's like they beat they beat on this dude for an entire season nonstop. Like George didn't forgive him right away. Nancy no. fucking dolts him every minute she could. I don't want you in my life. Like you're gross. Your family's gross. Like I'd like leave me alone, whatever. And he just takes it. He's in there like tampering with police records and figuring out like how to bug their offices and shit. Like he's trying so, so hard. Um, and somehow it worked. It worked. Because as the viewer, you're like, everyone loves Ryan now. No, and yeah, I and I don't know how it And happened. it's like, so
1: <laughs> you can see him when Nancy first starts letting him in. Like he'll mm-hmm. go to Carson and be like something's up with Nancy. Like, yeah. Should I talk to N- And he's so excited to like, yeah. to be able to go talk to Nancy or to realize that he knows her well enough that he knows yeah. that something is wrong. He's so excited <laughs> to know that he's like, Oh my God. I'm like her dad. <laughs> like, He's really happy about it. Like that's yeah. what he wants to be. He wants to be Nancy's dad. Um, yeah. And he's really happy to do that. Like that's the role that he's fitting that he's fitting in now. And like uh this just happened in season 4 that he, he got caught up in like relic hunting, so he's really really good at finding like yeah. magic <laughs> objects or whatever. And so Nancy, he doesn't tell Nancy this. And so Nancy's like mad at him because this can cross over into like um dark web, you know, territory where it's not really good. And so Ryan's yeah. like, no, "No, no, no. I'm not I'm like I'm not going to do that. I don't want to do that." He's just like I'm just really good at this. Like, I'm really good at yeah. it. I can do it. And I, I've i never been good at anything before. <laughs> he's just so yeah. earnest. He's so earnest. I was telling Rachel this because we just watched um all of season four, everything that's happened in season four before over the last few days. And I was like, Ryan is so earnest and uncomplicated. Like, he's just a beautiful yeah. person. <laughs> it's true. He does not need a lot <laughs> to, be, to be happy, to be good with life. To be like, happy. He's just happy to be he's
0: there. He's happy to
1: be here. Yep and doing his it's, thing. Like it's crazy. Uh, truly
0: he's like just a golden retriever. Mm-hmm. Like uh, just happy you take me on a walk, let me get some time in the park. Notice me.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just like it's wild. Um but his love for her is really pure and immediate. Because like it's still it still boggles my mind like if you were annoyed constantly by this nuisance detective kid that won't stop snooping in you and your family's affairs and like just the sight of them you're like oh my god Fuck off. And then you find out that's actually your long lost daughter with like the girl you really loved that your dad had murdered. Like it's crazy. He just. Like assimilates to it. Like, yep. It just is so immediate because that's who he actually is. He's not this like hardened rich boy asshole that like the role that he was playing his entire life. He doesn't really ever even like being part of it. He loves Lucy. He wants to be with Lucy. Like, Given enough time, I think he would have just said, fuck my family and just been with Lucy. I mean, that's proven by how he acts with Nancy. He's like, fuck my family. I want my daughter. Like, he just is that way. And it's sad. I feel for him like all the time he lost and just everything he had to emotionally go through. It's fucked up. Like he had a hard he really had a lot of hard truths to face. And he could have come out of that really bitter and angry and feel like things were owed to him like a relationship with Nancy was owed to him or like retribution even. And he's not even, he's just interested in protecting her and just keeping her alive and safe.
1: He just wants to know her from this point. And the in like what it's you said, to, the show when it opens does try to be like, this is like some rich white man asshole. And it only makes it a few episodes before it's like, eh. <laughs> like, you know, that starts to break yeah. down. Um, because in, yeah, the more the more you know, get like, to know him, the harder it is to be like, well, yeah, the show's he was-
0: really good with social commentary and also just like uh, telling the truth about things, right? Like they mm-hmm. don't let him off the hook for certain things. They tell you for like two straight seasons after, even when he's trying so hard to be one of them, they're like, Sh- shut up. You're a dick. Like you're, you're from a dickhead family. And you're an asshole. And like you were terrible to George. Or whatever." Like they keep reminding him like you're not off the hook. You're just not. And now <laughs> now that he is and now that he's part of everything. No one treats him like that anymore because he doesn't act like that anymore. And he tries to help where he can. He actually is pretty helpful. Like even just what was happened the last episode was the girl. Um, who's that cop? I don't know her name. The blonde Oh,
1: cop. oh, I don't,
0: she's I don't like, like her. <laughs> he's in her office with her uh-huh. privately. He's trying to get information. And she's like, yeah, she thinks he's flirting. And she's like, oh, why you want to know more? Like, like, what, why, what are you like flirting with me? Whatever. And he's like, if you want to think that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he kills me. It's he's like, like, whatever, floats your comes, boat lady. <laughs> yeah. He's like, whatever you want to believe. <laughs> but like he said, it all sexy. And it didn't make her smile drop at all. Like you just got roasted. He <laughs> told you like, no, ew. And you're like, <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> was, no. And he's blackmailing her. I was telling Rachel too, I was losing my mind. Cause he picks up something from her desk and then like puts it on his inside jacket pocket. <laughs> while he's talking I'm like, <laughs> I think yeah. he took a pen or something. I was like, bro, what are you doing?
0: He's, uh, he's just along for the ride. <laughs> like, he's going to get results though. Yep. It, I cried laughing when it was revealed that he was the guy with the relic. Like he, he was, the, <laughs> I remember his fake online screen name. It was like a gazelle. Something it was referencing yes. Gazelle. And he's just, he's got, he's got his baseball cap on and Nancy's looking from the bushes. And she's like, you're fucking joking. <laughs> it's just a Ryan. Ryan just does this in his spare time. Like, how did they make him so sweet? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like I do, I can trace it, but it just doesn't make sense. Cause he's so the guy that you'd hate. So the guy that you'd hate, but wow, they fucking turned that around. And it just, it, it, it boggles. I don't know if I've ever seen a show give a redemption arc like that. Like we're going to be talking about in the next episode, just coming down the line, we're going to be talking about the, New Star Wars movies. And you have a character like Kylo Ren, right? Who's a villain. And then they try to give him this redemption arc at the end. It doesn't work. And it doesn't doesn't hit. It just doesn't (laughs) hit. And I'm trying to think of other characters. They try to give redemption arcs to like, Um, like they try vaguely with Draco to make him like, I don't want to do this anymore. It doesn't hit. It doesn't hit. I don't care. Like It's just not. It's not working like, for me. I'm
1: just like, he's just an asshole, but like not as big a one. And he's not bothering Harry anymore. It's basically what I came away.
0: <laughs> Lauren is already privy to this. And we'll be talking about this in like four weeks. Uh, Spike has a great one on Buffy. Yes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, it's it's um, got to be Spike, done well. I, Spike's. <laughs> I was going to say um, Spike <laughs> I mean, I know that he. Do- I'm. I'm not there yet. But currently, he's like not trying, and he's already in yeah. redemption arc mode. Yeah.
0: It's hard though. <laughs> it's so hard for a show to make someone so shitty, so beloved. Like Spike's a fan favorite forever, forever, ever, ever. And I think Ryan will be too. Like I don't even remember half the time anymore. The shitty things Ryan did. I mean, in the first season. It's hard. I, it's, it doesn't. I, even, like you it's remind not him. me that whole
1: George thing, and I'm like, oh. Okay. I'm like, all right.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. Because even George is like, whatever.
1: this yeah. fucking Ryan.
0: Who cares? Yeah, like, no, I mean, just-
1: I, and George, as a Slytherin, is like, I was there too. So, like, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess
0: sometimes she takes responsibility for things. Yeah. Sometimes. Shut up, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad at her about Nick. Do my boy better. Do my boy better. <laughs> Uh, you gotta find, Defender, you gotta find yourself. Got to find yourself. I think
1: that's all I have to say. I think. Yeah. I uh, I lost Unless you, you for more. a little bit in there. Um, it started storming real really? hard here, so I'm afraid that <gasps> the power is going to go out. My internet, no! like, bobbled, and it's bobbling right now.
0: Yeah, you're getting. She's she's starting to cut out for me, so I think we're going to wrap it up here. Yep. Yep. Um, thanks it's for good listening. We finished. If you were listening intently, you know, coming down the pipeline, we have Star Wars and then we have Buffy. So you're in Woohoo! for some go treats. And uh, we will see you next time in space. Bye, guys. Good-bye. Thank you for listening to Sort of Brilliant. If our sorting choices inspired any rage or excitement, we'd love to hear from you. We're open to feedback, suggestions for characters to sort and solid counter arguments with citations. Never forget your citations.
1: You can find us hanging out on Twitter and Instagram at sob underscore pod or shoot us an email at sortofbrilliant at gmail.com.
0: And since we're not above begging, please rate and subscribe to Sort of Brilliant on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please share our posts on social media. And if you're a Gryffindor, maybe you'll inspire sorting fights among your own friend group.
1: The theme music is Hotshot by Scott Holmes. Can't wait to sort with you again next time. Bye!